Welcome to this series of podcasts from Lancaster Civic Vision. We will be discussing a range of topics which we hope you will find interesting. And amongst them are an introduction to the very popular walks and guides to the Lancaster and Morecambe district, of which there's now over 100, from their author, Gordon Clark. A look at some of the magnificent history and heritage with which this area abounds and described by Andrew Riley. And additionally, we'll be describing any current items of significance, both good and perhaps not so good, that Lancaster Civic Vision feels is important that residents of the area and those who hold this district dear should be aware of. We hope you enjoy these podcasts and look forward to your feedback through our contact page at www.lancastercivicsociety.uk. If there's one view that symbolises Lancaster, it is the approach to the castle. Up the cobbled path, looking up at the John O'Grant gatehouse, built around 1405. Two large towers with a gateway between them. You go past the sign reminding us that the castle was a prison until recently. We go under the portcullis and through into the lower courtyard. It is a truly impressive entrance to a castle. What strikes you as you look around the courtyard is the number of buildings surrounding it, all linked together by the high outer walls. Starting on your left is the small workshop, now a stonemason's yard. Very appropriate since it is a stone-built castle. Next to it, we see the female's prison of 1793. Working clockwise, next comes the female penitentiary built in 1821. It was designed using the then novel optic panopticon system of surveillance. On each of five floors a set of cells were arranged in a semicircle all facing a control room from where a single prison officer could keep a continuous eye on all the prisoners. Next comes Adrian's Tower, also called Hadrian's Tower, which was built around 1210 and partly remodelled in the late 18th century. It is now one of the parts of the castle that is included in the visitor's tour that you can take. Uh, The shape of the tower is more readily seen from outside the castle. To the right of Hadrian's Tower, is the debtor's prison. This was a major part of the castle's function in the 18th and 19th centuries. Lancaster had the largest debtor's prison outside London. It was where debtors were held until they had paid off their debts. Conditions for them were rather better than for convicted criminals. Um, The system of debtor's prisons was abolished in 1869. If we keep turning to the right, we come to the largest building in the castle, the keep. This massive building is the oldest part of the castle, having been built sometime between 1100 and 1150. Its exact date is unclear. 
The outer walls are up to 3 metres thick and 20 metres high, reinforced by numerous buttresses. This really is a building intended to resist attack. There are four floors and two rooms on each floor. The battlements on top were added later in 1585. As we keep turning to the right, the next building we see is the small Turnkey's Lodge. It was a lookout point for the turnkeys, the warders who supervised the prisoners in the open air exercise yards. Behind that is the male penitentiary known as A-Wing. It is a Pentonville style of prison built on two floors in the middle of the 19th century. It now houses the fascinating Lancashire Police Museum. Next to it is the Castle's Cafe, built out of the old kitchen yard. Then comes the male felon's tower, built in the mid-1790s, and then the King's Evidence Tower of around 1806 to 1810. This was for those who had agreed to give evidence for the prosecution in return for being set free. <laughs> they needed special protection. Next again is the Well Tower, another of the very old buildings, the earliest parts dating to the mid-13th century with major works around 1325. It contained underground dungeon dungeons. Finally, next to the gatehouse on your right is the Governor's House, built in 1788. The key architects for the more recent buildings in the castle were Thomas Harrison and Joseph Gandhi, with major interior fittings by Gillow of Lancaster. So Lancaster Castle today is a mix of first very old military fortification buildings and second prison buildings of the late 18th and early 19th centuries. Let us now retrace our steps back through the gatehouse and turn right for a short walk on the lower path around the outside of the castle. Keep the castle on your right hand side. As you walk along the tarmac path you are following the line of the former moat on the south and west sides of the castle. To your left are the fine Georgian houses of Castle Park. The path turns to the right round Adrian's Tower. On the west side of the castle is the Shire Hall. It protrudes beyond the castle's outer wall as originally built. Inside and outside it is neo-gothic in style. It was finally completed in 1807. It provided the very impressive setting for the twice yearly sittings of the Lancaster Assizes, the courts. The Assizes were a high point in the town's social calendar. You can visit the Shire Hall with its impressive collection of heraldic shields as part of the tour of the castle. The current Crown Court and its associated rooms are next to the Shire Hall uh, inside the castle. The path you are on it was built as a fashionable promenade around the castle, which by then had lost all its military significance. By 1800, the castle was a prison 
and court and no longer a fortress. If you literally uh, turn your back on the castle for a moment, do look west over to Hesham on your left and then to Morecambe, Morecambe Bay and South Cumbria. Turning back, ahead of you is St Mary's Church, locally called Lancaster Priory. The tower is mid-1750s and the nave late 14th and 15th centuries. Like the castle, it was built within the walls of the Roman fort that preceded them both. The church can be traced back to Anglo-Saxon times, so its origin is older than the castle. Now, keep on walking round the castle on your right. Near the steps uh, on your right, the steps going up, was the part of the castle used for public executions by hanging. There were many. Walk on down the cobbled path and you will come to a spectacular view eastwards over central Lancaster. Over on the far horizon is the wooded area of Williamson Park and the Ashton Memorial. These were both gifts to Lancaster from the Williamsons, father and son, who owned the town's largest employer, making linoleum. If you carry on around the castle's outer walls, you will soon be back at the start of this tour at the John O'Gaunt Gatehouse. Since the prison in the castle was closed in 2011, the castle's owner, the Duchy of Lancaster, has spent a great deal restoring and opening up the castle for the public. We hope you've enjoyed this audio tour. Better still, follow in our footsteps by visiting Lancaster Castle. If you'd like to read about Lancaster Castle and other heritage sites in Lancaster and the local area, you can go to the website of Lancaster Civic Society at www.lancastercivicsociety.uk and click on Guides, Leaflets and Walks. There are also several excellent guidebooks on the castle and its history.